Sealed in sound. For your pleasure and freshness. Of course. <laughs> seven Days to Play! Welcome to Seven Days to Play, the weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the last seven days, I have challenged Edwin to play yes, a game yes. called Pigeon Wings. Yes, Pigeon Wings. By Ignacio Shufflebein. Thank you, Ignacio, for bringing this pigeon into our lives. So, I'm going to... This is going to be the first in the show. I'm going to read the description mm-hmm. of the game. Well, you think it's the first, but I actually read the show description <laughs> of the last episode. But yes, by all means, go right ahead. See if you do a better job than I did. Okay. Pigeon wings, parentheses, touch control included. <laughs> I probably shouldn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a very important piece of information, which we shall get to later. A mysterious aeronautics titan is bent on destroying East Megalopolis and pigeons the only bird who can stop him. Join General Exposition, battle the devious pilot XO-999, and prove that pigeon ain't no chicken nugget. You know, as, you, as I read this, you totally read this last week. I did. <laughs> well, here's another description of it, because I don't think that was really clear in the gameplay aspect of it. Doesn't tell you exactly what's going on, right? Right. Yeah. So here's a bullet point that might. Um, race, shoot, and boost your way through 50 levels of crushing speed. Oh, there's 50 of these, damn. Oof. Yeah. I have a long way to go, let me tell you. This is a, it's like a runner game. Yeah. Yeah, think Cannabolt. Yep. Which is a game I know. That's and, the only game I know. And similarly, think Flappy Bird. Uh-huh. As you know, one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, you're on this, you know, horizontal plane, and your plane is going at, a, at, at an incredible speed, and you have to... Move pigeon up and down the screen in order to dodge and maybe even shoot some of the obstacles that are in your way. Mostly other pigeons in planes? Yes. Are they blackbirds, sparrows, all manner of avian creatures? Right. <laughs> and we can get to those details later. But first, no, 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 no. What is new this week, Sam? Well, in the iPhone world, mm-hmm. in the Apple world, there was recently a big announcement, which is very pertinent to us because we play most of our games. All and you, them. all of your games yep. on the iPhone. iPhone is my gaming console. Right. I should have this a t-shirt, maybe. <laughs> Which is surprising, because one of the things that they did announce was an exclusive game ah, for yes. the Apple TV, iPad, and iPhone. And this is a game that's famous. Well, it's, the, game, the yeah. game developers are famous. Mm-hmm. So it's from a game developer called That Game Company. Um, Hard to say on air, but and yes. the CEO or like the founder, his name sounds like a Final Fantasy character. His name is Genova Chen. I'm sure lots of people found that funny. That goes over my head. He created games uh, like Journey and Flower, which were really popular on the PS3 and PS4. Oh, I can't stop playing them. <laughs> you <laughs> would actually really like them. They're yeah. they're gorgeous, very meditative games with excellent music mm, yeah. um i think i have a feeling that you would like sky which is a game that they announced right and they did a little playthrough preview through i don't really game. know if they were actually playing i have mm. a feeling it was like pre-recorded right um but the cool thing is or actually not the cool thing but the the strange thing is uh previously this guy and his company were had like really strong ties with sony and the playstation platform mm-hmm and so this game being an exclusive oh, on Apple raised a lot of eyebrows. Oh. Um, the other thing it was when he mentioned the exclusivity, he was kind of like, it was a little bit awkward. He mentioned it in a way where it was uh, exclusive this winter mm. on the Apple TV 
something like that. I think some kind of windowing strategy, perhaps, right. coming into play. But not exactly clear as to like what that window is to yeah. build right. more exclusivity to the Apple platforms. Is that going to work on you? Are you going to go out and buy an Apple TV 4K? I'm not going to buy an Apple TV. I, I'm certainly going to play it on the iPhone mm. or iPad. I think it might be great for the iPad, but it depends on like what the control scheme is like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I saw them using that dreadful controller, the Apple. Oh, the Apple remote remote thing. But does Apple also have a gaming remote as well, or they do have a gaming remote? I've never seen it. No, you don't hear much about it. No, so I, I imagine think, it's pretty bad. I think mainly just because it's awful. Yeah, right. I don't think there have been any real successful games no. on the Apple TV. No. Certainly tons of successful games on the Apple, on on the iPhone. Yeah, I feel like they've fallen a bit flat. I think they were a little bit disappointed by how little traction gaming seems to have got on the Apple TV. Right. I mean, provide some decent controls for a start. Provide decent control to operate the TV first, and then provide some better gaming pads and stuff like that. So I think this one's going to be a little different. I think the fact that it's sort of cross-platform between sure. the TV, but I feel like most iPad. games like uh, Crossy Road, they kind of trumpeted <laughs> with a trumpet uh, <laughs> when they launched like the previous version of the Apple TV. And I don't know, you haven't really heard much more about that. Yeah, there was a really exciting game when the first Apple TV came out, which was made by Harmonix. That was sort of like a gesture type music game, mm-hmm. which Harmonix is known for. I mean, they made games like Rock Band, okay, and Dan Central, which you're super familiar with. I'm dancing right now. <laughs> I think it kind of lived and died on that platform. I really haven't seen it mm-hmm. elsewhere. I mean, I think Harmonix just announced that that game that was originally announced for the Apple TV to be on the new Nintendo Switch, but haven't really heard anything more about it. Yeah. And I guess really at this price point, $180 for Apple K, Apple K4 TV. Apple K4. <laughs> I can't really see this gaining much more popularity, so... Yeah, yeah, that's me. My prediction right here, right here first. Other things, yes. The new iPhone, a mm. set of new iPhones that are announced. Yep, that's been covered to death. I don't think I have any particular new takes on it. Yeah, the new iPhones, they'll do well. Great, right? Yep. But the fact that they're one has an eyebrow, <laughs> a unibrow, really. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Or or a receding hairline. Either way, you want to look at it. It's not good. <laughs> Other bit of news, which is more related to us, <laughs> Good. is we're now on Spotify. You can find us on any Spotify app, whether it be web, desktop, or mobile, mm-hmm. on Android as well. That's right. We are cross-platform. If you search for 7 Days to Play, mm-hmm. or more likely you follow the link in the show notes, or you can actually search for I tried this. Oh, damn. It works. Nice. Uh, you can get our podcast on Spotify. Touching. Yeah. And that concludes this week's news. Another segment that we forgot to do last week is for the month of August, we have reviewed four games. We have. Look at us go. We now should pick the game of the month for August. Game of the month. That's not a song. Not a song. Remind me the games that we have played, Sam. In the order that we have talked about it. Line Light. My Brother Ate My Pudding. (laughs) Silly Walks. Mm. Miracle Merchant. You sound like you're announcing names on an airline. <laughs> and the award for Game of the Month for August goes to... Okay, so I have a quibble. Uh, I've only played three out of those four games. Well, that's not very podcast game review host-like of you. Actually, no, I have played it. I suppose I didn't get to talk about it. But anyway, let's be honest. Silly Walks was never going to be up there anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Pineapple. Shall I go first? 
<laughs> yes, because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> my pick for game of the month is my brother ate my pudding. I figured that would be a pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to Sam's complete unsurprise. Uh, I had a hard time with this one. Hmm. I really, really like Limelight. Yeah, I've got stuck on Limelight. And I really, really like Miracle Merchant. And that bugs me. But maybe you can play this level on Limelight that I'm stuck on. For you? <laughs> yeah, to get me past it. <laughs> Have you listened to the music in Limelight? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Then no. Still, still good. Okay. Not, I'm not going to help you. Okay, I'll listen to it. I promise. <laughs> um, my pick is going to, unfortunately, very, this was very close. Oh, if you pick Silly Walks, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> my pick for the month is Miracle Merchant. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And yeah, how, how did you make that decision between that and Limelight? I think it's just uh, a type of game that I could revisit very easily. You don't get stuck on a level, for example, like I have. Right. Even after the first seven days of playing it, Ding. I might have left off on like day four or five, I think. I forget my review for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have revisited it a couple of times and just found it pretty enjoyable to play once again through. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, solid mechanics. Um, and I feel like it's, it's more longer lasting. With Limelight, you know, you get that thing of like, it, once you finish it, you probably won't want to revisit it. I think for me, my brother in my pudding is the funniest. <laughs> I'm not going to play it through again. Right. But it did bring me joy for those few days. It is a good experience. Games of the month. Done. Done for August. Yes. Back to Pigeon Wings. Let's fly back to Pigeon Wings. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. That's cool, cool, cool with me. <laughs> oh, you're unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, stop. All right. I'll stop calling for this. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I really like, you know how much I like a really good story? Sam does love a story. And yeah. right off the bat, when you start, there's a skippable but very high quality intro of doom impending on, I think, Megalopolis. Megalopolis. Right. You see... He's my Greek uncle. You see Pigeon sort of like going, huh? Right? And <laughs> then you see like a big plane come by and there's dialogue in form of subtitles which is great. All totally skippable. Which you love. Oh, right. This is like playing to two of your favorites right now. Story and skippable. And then right off the bat, you're like, okay, Pigeon, go. Right? <laughs> You've been recruited once again by the military for a secret mission of stopping Dexter, I think, who is the bad guy. Mm. He has like this thing called a Dexter drive that's going to, I guess, explode in the middle of Megalopolis and you have to fly to beat him there. Mm. Oh, okay. See, I missed all this plot entirely. Yep. I somehow missed the intro, but then there is, like, after you complete a certain stage, like, I think there's, like, four stages per, four races per stage, I guess, then you get, like, a little interstitial with more plot. But as soon as that happens and there's, like, a skip button, my instinct is, oh, it's an ad, I'll skip. So my, I just, I pressed skip without even thinking about it. Mm. And then like, I saw like a little flash of like the first frame of the animation. I was like, oh wait, that was actually a story, not an ad. Maybe if I am to be a little critical, a better segue between playing and the story for me just so it doesn't feel like an ad and I press skip instantly. I think this is Maybe one of those games. Skip happy. Yeah. This is one of those games where they feel like where it completely tells you right off the bat that this is ads free. Right, I've forgotten that I was A, had paid for it, and B, was underground <laughs> without Wi-Fi. Right. But I was, like, I was an ad, no. But that's, yeah. isn't that pretty horrible? Like, these games yeah. have established this pattern of having ads in between levels, and you just have to, like, skip it right away. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it, does, it doesn't do anyone any good. Clicks versus value. Right. Which is what I've been thinking about a lot this week. The artwork is really fantastic. It has, like, this nice, clean look. It's not really 8-bit. 
frankly, I'm kind of tired of the 8-bit look. Oh, I love an 8-bit look. I'm still a sucker for it. To the untrained eye, such as myself, it's like, ooh, blocky and fun. But actually, when you look, like the pigeon it has detail and it's actually like... It's like very- blinking. It like looks around. It has yes. like a look of surprise. It has like this blank stare that's really cute. <laughs> Right. Um, right. If you if you paid attention Reminds to the me story, of myself in meetings. <laughs> if you paid attention to the story, um, you know, obviously, like you're in this. You mean I didn't accidentally skip the story? <laughs> you're in this top secret mission, and you're being recruited by the military to once again fly for them to stop this bad guy. Okay. And they continue to talk to Pigeon, like the Pigeon's going to respond. So like it's imperative that you must do this, and then all Pigeon says back is like dot dot dot, <laughs> not really saying anything, and then like the people just continue to respond to him like he's agreeing. <laughs> what did you think of the gameplay? So I hated it, <laughs> but I use that as a past tense, right? So much like pigeons migrating south for summer, I went on a journey with this game. The pigeons migrate? They probably don't. They must. Well, not in New York. <laughs> but I think no, normally... They just sit in their own filth right, and I mean, stolen sandwiches in the park. Because they have a good source of food, aka the trash cans of New York, <laughs> in New York they don't fly south. But I feel normal pigeons do. I mean, oh. all Tweet all at us like. if you know about pigeon migration. Oh, please. Please tell me that's not a pun. <laughs> uh, oh, I do it without even knowing. Right. slightly alarming. The first 10 seconds of playing this game was awful. Like, I hate tilt controls. And also, you know, for context, I only play as a most casual of casual gamers on the subway. And you cannot play this game on the subway without a seat. And if you live in New York City, you ain't getting a seat. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So it is impossible. It is literally impossible to play for me in my circumstances. So I tried it. Like, well, I can't play this. And then I went back to Vista Golf. Came back to it a few days later because, you know, I'm a professional. I'm like, oh, God, I played this game. <laughs> AKA, I was like, you really have to play this game. <laughs> this is kind of your job. Um, and in buried in the options, there is touch control versus tilt control. And this is a, a literal game changer. <laughs> right. Perhaps if we read the first line in the description... I think they've added that recently. Touch controls, optional or included? Well, as we know, no one reads anything on the internet these days. So I think I would have liked, maybe in the very first screen or like before you start playing, you get a choice. It's like pushed up to the surface a little more, like choose tilt or touch controls. Right, there was even a tutorial. Right, there was, yeah, there was like a brief tutorial where you like had to go, you had to tilt your phone up and down. Mm. Right, usually when games do that, um, even when you're like looking around on the controller, it says, hey, does this seem right to you? Like, do you want to switch it over to another form of control, which is, you know, either touch mm-hmm. or in the case of like conventional game controllers, it's like maybe you like to press down to look up, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But that did not happen in this case? It I don't did think. not happen. No. So I, I would love to see touch controls pushed a little further forward in terms of like making your users aware of that. Yeah. Uh, so then it became... Mostly playable, one-handed on the subway while you know clinging on for dear life to a to a railing. At the end of each section, you have to battle the boss who has a name of Dexter, which I've just learnt. Well, <laughs> oh, there, yeah. Okay. So, tell me the story, Sam. Tell me a story. Each world has about ten levels. Okay. So you go from like world one one to like one nine, and then you fight the boss. It's like Mario, love it. Right. If, but in between, like world four. World 1-4 and World 1-5, you fight a mini-boss, 
mm-hmm. who is not Dexter. Oh, is that's this the XO nine 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 nine? Yeah. Ah, okay. So you to fight him, you have to shoot, and that requires a second touch. Yep. Which you can't do standing up with one hand. Mm, I'm so sorry. You have your nose. It's funny you should say that. Uh, when you die, and believe me, you will die a lot in this game. <laughs> the restart button is on the opposite side to the touch control. Yep. And I would boop my nose <laughs> to restart. I have booped my nose several times on the phone. Um, <laughs> so my impressions were very negative to begin with. But you know what? It's kind of drawn me back a little mm. bit. Um, but still frustrating to play because I only play on a subway. Which right. I realize limit, you know, that I'm not a perfect sample of the audience. But this is definitely like, you need to sit down. This is a game I'm going to sit down and play. Rather than like, oh, I'll just do a quick level or two while I'm crushed like a sardine on totally. this uh, subterranean train system. <laughs> it's definitely not uh, a lean-back game. Like, yeah. you need to be pretty focused in order to, to get past the levels. And it's hard as well. Like, it's it is very the, hard. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of a it's genre kind of, the point of, game, of game, right? Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. Whole bunch of games that are like, they're just hard. Right. And they're supposed to be. And this is supposed to be hard. But, um, and normally, yeah, I really dislike tilt controls. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I actually found this game very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great combination of, even though there were tilt controls, the control scheme was very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 instantly felt comfortable with the movement of pigeon with yeah. the tilt. Um, and I be. think, <clears throat> yeah. and I think it introduced some some like really good gameplay mechanics throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, like your right hand thumb is just gonna start off. And it's sort of like the accelerator, which is interesting. Because I was wondering, like, why that was even necessary at all. Because mm. I guess in some of these, in some of these, like, runner games, like, it's just a given that you're going to run. Right. So I was kind of wondering, did you ever find yourself not using the accelerate? Yeah. That's I a mean, good point. Maybe when you're battling XO nine 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 nine, so you're into like, oh, stop! So I don't run into a fireball. So there are some moments like, where you, I feel like you can tail another plane that's going in front of you in order to get a boost, right? You get what's called a draft meter. Mm. And as you do that, your oh, draft yes, that meter... Oh, yes, that happened to me lots of times. Your draft meter goes up. I know exactly what you're talking and about. And after you collect your draft, like, you can actually press the right hand button. Oh, or boop it with your nose. Or boop it with your nose in order to do a boost. So, like, a turbo boost. Well, I'm learning new things about this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way that you can get three medals per level, which is the highest level number of medals, is... To come in first place. Right. And you have 10 other pigeons to beat in order to get first place. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you have to beat them, you have to run through like obstacles of like dodging buildings that might be flying past you. Mm-hmm. And I can see like how if you let go, you can dodge it quicker. But you're right. I have actually never had to let go of the mm-hmm. accelerator. I guess with the touch controls, like you always put your thumb there. So that kind of makes right. more sense. But yeah, for tilt controls, yeah. I don't know. That's something I'm, I thought about. I was personally happy that they weren't like actual D-pad touch controls. Mm-hmm. Yes, as uh, we know, famously, right. not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm also not a fan of touch, uh, the tilt controls, but mm. this was actually really well done. Where did you play this game mostly? Yeah, I played it on the bus. Okay, uh, and you get a was, seat on the bus. Typically. Yeah, yeah, typically I get a seat on the bus. I also played it as I'm putting my kids to bed, which means that I'm lying down on my back mm-hmm. and. Funnily, this the, the calibration of like the tilt controls actually uh, worked while cool. I was inverted. Nice. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it because especially when kids around you are trying to sleep and you get all huffy because this game is incredibly hard <laughs> and you have to restart like 5,000 times in order to beat one level. 
I would not recommend this game uh, <laughs> for people that are putting their kids to bed. Look, you heard it here first. Breaking news. It does wake you up a lot better than... that wasn't than... in the Touch Arcade review. <laughs> this game does wake you up a lot quicker than a cup of coffee. I'll tell you that in the morning. <laughs> One level and the white hot rage surges inside you. <laughs> was it more or less rage inducing for you than Vista Golf? Um, no, it was not actually. Because okay. okay. um, the way that you restarted a level happened so quickly. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't have time to be enraged. And the levels weren't uh, randomized. So right, once yes. you play through it's a level, yeah. yeah, it's like you can memorize it and actually get better at doing it. And by the time you finish it, um, you feel really accomplished in actually like getting through that um, that level. Yeah, yeah, because it does progress. Yeah, you get a feeling of like, oh, I'm actually getting better. Right. At flying pigeon. Why does a pigeon need a plane? That's what I want to know. To go faster. <laughs> go faster. And which is cool because like there weren't there weren't achievements in the game, but there were unlockables. I love so, me an unlockable. So <laughs> they're like lunchables, but <laughs> yes. unlockable. Never mind. Yep. Um, so with the medals that you collect over the maps, you buy like improved engine, which increases your speed. You was it? Buy, that was like, slightly confusing to me. Power steering. You trade medals for upgrades. Yes. Okay. It's medals are essentially like the coins that you use to buy the upgrades. But you get less. But one. But you only get what? You get three medals per level. Oh, as if you win. If you, well, if you pass the level. Oh, if you pass but, the level in first place. Yeah. So if you end up in last place and you still win, you'll get one medal. Yeah, strange that medal is a currency. I thought medal would be like a badge. This is a game about a pigeon okay. flying a bird. <laughs> How does a pigeon wear three medals? <laughs> I don't understand. Should we get to the final three by threes? Yes. So really quickly. Yes. Um. For the good, great artwork, funny story, gameplay, and the controls are tight. I like the unlocking system. For the bad, yeah. it is a hard game. The tilt controls, you know, Still I can't polarizing. really see that. Yeah, I can't see that as a positive for everyone. And the map, I had problems with the map. Yeah, I found myself going to the hangar more often than I meant to. Right. Because it seems like it's not entirely obvious how you play the next level. Like the big button is hangar. So I guess like, oh, I guess I'm going to the hangar. Right. Or at least like when I'm not paying attention, I think that was my issue. Like it's not totally obvious yeah. how to play the next level sometimes. So, so the map just takes you, I mean, you can see like your progression mm-hmm. and you can revisit old levels, but it doesn't give you any insight as to how many levels are coming up. Oh, I right? see. Yeah. Unlike two yeah. dots where you can sort of see everything that's coming up, right? I know you secretly love that game. <laughs> I hate that game. <laughs> it didn't really give me any insight or like when, when the end of the game was. So, so my good points. It involves a pigeon. I am a sucker for the eight-bit style aesthetic. It's a grower for me. Like I really thought this was going to be a one-day, my first ever one out of seven-day rating. <laughs> but spoiler, it's not. Once I had figured out that wait, I can use touch controls. Yeah, it's grown on me a lot. Hmm. So I think that's, I think that's the first game that's kind of changed where I've changed my mind. Huh. From start, starting it to like playing a little bit more. I'm glad you stuck through it. It's very, like, very mature of you. It's looking neat. Well, I'm proud of you, big boy. I'm, I'm growing. <laughs> Downsides, impossible to play on my commute yeah. with the default controls. Yeah, I thought the story was ads. So in my that is a fundamental. Was, I was like, skip. Yeah. So I was like, oh wait, now I've missed the story, and I guess I didn't really delve in, but it wasn't super obvious that I could go watch it again or like get caught up. You can revisit it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and, well, yeah, tilt control's kind of hidden away. I'd like to bring that forward. Yeah, like the, there was something confusing about the map in a way that I can't quite describe. Choosing between playing the next level or going to the hangar to upgrade, I felt confused as to how to do either. Because hangar has a big button, but the but to play the level, you have to tap on the map. Right. It's a bit like Spotify. Like, if I want to shuffle play, there's a giant button. But if I want to play the album in order, you have to tap on the first track. So it's like, ugh. <laughs> like you, it's obvious for the least lesser used thing. <laughs> on right. mobile at least yeah and but like to do the thing that most people want to do which is just play the next level an extra mental step to go oh well, i mm. should actually tap on the map where i am to play that level yeah. i see what so you're saying yeah it is a little confusing um i think the the information that was presented in the map is a little weird um but overall didn't really find that to be a big issue except for the fact that you can't see ahead of the okay. map in any that way your beef at it. okay yeah gotcha so, final ratings with our patent-pending, confusing seven-day rating score. Out of the seven days, yes, I have played this game yes. for six days. Ooh, I believe that might be your highest ever rating. No, I gave seven out of seven for Bowmasters. Okay. Didn't I? I feel like I did. Mental note, maybe let's make a spreadsheet of our mm, scores. Yeah, that <laughs> might be a good idea. Because I know I've not given a seven yet. Mm. I'm keeping that one in my back pocket oh, damn. for a really great game. When I, I think dots. we just have to be truthful about it. That's that's the beauty of this. <laughs> it's not like a it's not something that's precious. It's purely informative. For us, how many days did you play this yeah. game? Okay, so Sam, you're a six. I played it six out of seven. Yep. And I stopped because I got it's too hard where I am right now. I'm in world five. Oh boy, look at you. And it's super hard. Mm, okay. And so that kind of is now distracting me. And plus like I didn't know how many more levels it had to play. I'd, I'd probably have pushed through if I, if I'd reread mm. the description and knew that there were 50, cause that means I only have like about 10 more levels to do. Right. Yeah. So will you be playing this next week? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm okay. going to try and wrap it up. Okay. Nice. My final rating is uh, three days out of seven. Mm. I lost three or four days after playing it once. So there's been <laughs> a huge gap. That was like, I played it once. I was like, Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> it languished I played Vista Golf some more uh, and then uh, yeah in the last two or three days I'm like oh you know what okay this is pretty good so yes final rating a three out of seven would you, on you would you recommend this game to people I would yeah I would I think I'd, the absolute caveat that it's a sit down and play it's like a deliberate right. I want to sit down and play a game rather than oh hey you know what I just want to like have a few minutes here and there while shuttled around the city on a on a train I feel like I feel like people who are more oriented to like quick difficult games would really like this someone like my wife who's more into like the casual games where you don't have to be lean forward would not like this but yeah I'd recommend this game as well I think it has like a pretty good package good good package <laughs> Okay, now it's my turn to pick. <laughs> Sam, you have seven days to play, and we're going to continue the avian theme. Egg, comma, ink, full stop. Full stop meaning period? Period. Okay. Let me read the description. Please. Of egg, comma, ink, period. In the near future, the secrets of the universe will be unlocked in the, in, in the chicken egg. Mm-hmm. You have decided to get in on the gold rush and sell as many eggs as you can. Hatch chickens, build hen houses, hire drivers, and commission research to build the most advanced egg farm in the world. There you go. Are you excited by this? Mm. Are you excited? No. Sorry, I instantly I'm not proud of that one at all. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it's like a resource management game. 
because a planet mine was so well received. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it but all over again. It does seem to have a full five stars. I don't trust this rating systems in Apple anymore. Seven thousand ratings. Yeah, has a four point eight. I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, these five-star rating systems are just so suboptimal. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It means nothing. It gives me no insight as to how people actually enjoy this game. Right. It is free, so you can go download it and play along with us. But before we go, things of the week. Things of the week. Sam, what is your thing, or maybe things I shall permit up to two of the week? <laughs> so the first thing is, I don't know if you've noticed, but... My Facebook video recommendations have been pretty on fire. When you watch a video, whether it's a video about the guy who invented the super soaker or Gordon Ramsay making a lamb chop. These are all both videos I kind of want to watch. Exactly. <laughs> so as soon as you're done watching the video, it sort of scrolls up automatically in the video view mode. Okay. And you get a new video, which is probably going to be like a BuzzFeed video. Well. And I end up watching probably about five to ten short videos. And I have to say, like, the recommendation is pretty great. Well, what a colossal waste of time. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook. So I went on vacation two or three weeks ago. And for that, I was total media blackout. And I've kind of continued that. I'm now pretty much on Instagram mm. as my social network of choice. Do you get, like, really interesting tidbits about the person who invented the super soaker? No, is it true? No. But I do get videos of pugs. <laughs> That's true. So, I guess it's... But, up. I mean, I think my problem is that interspersed with uh, the, the man who invented the super soaker, you also get vast amount of slurry that's just awful to yeah. read. You know? I don't know. I just get no pleasure from Facebook or Twitter, really, anymore. That's true. So, I was off Twitter, off Facebook, deleted those from my phone. Uh, deleted Slack from my phone. I really like the Gmail app because you can. I thought I was just going to have to delete Gmail, but actually you can just disable accounts so they don't appear in the sidebar. So I did that for my work email. Didn't follow the news. Oh, it was so nice. <laughs> it was amazing. I just had Instagram, and that was it. So uh, was that your thing of the week? <laughs> uh, that no. It sounds like it was, but no, <laughs> no. You're uh, just you're just not agreeing with my thing of the week. I'm just not agreeing with Facebook. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Obviously, I, I have gone back on Facebook, and I'm just like, wow, this is. So not interesting to me. Mm. I don't know. So, yeah. so the things that I need to call but out. But I still find myself scrolling. That's yeah. what I hate the most. Like, this is not interesting. But that just makes me scroll more and spend more time on Facebook. Because, like, there must be some nugget of interest in here somewhere. Right. And I guess that's what I'm nuggets. trying to say. Right. It's like the video content that I've been bubbling up to me are actually things that I would find interesting. Yeah. So it goes from, like I said, you know, learning that the inventor of the Super Soaker went to invent the Nerf guns that we all love and is actually an engineer from JPL. Well, it's pretty cool facts, right? Like videos good facts. go yep. from that, how to cook the perfect steak by Gordon Ramsay, which is, I think everyone should know, to... <laughs> is like, the answer sous vide? <laughs> no. Oh, thank God. I don't think Gordon Ramsay would sous vide. Uh, to like learning about um, the deeper meaning behind Rick and Morty shows, which I think are super specific, but like, <laughs> you know, things that I totally enjoy. Because Facebook probably knows you watch Rick and Morty. Probably. Somehow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. But hey, get good video content. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing, Destiny 2. It's a big game. Consoles. Love it. People are loving it. Enjoying it. It's getting... It's not good for my sleep. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I know people do love Destiny. Even I've heard of it. Right. I, it's in the news everywhere right now. I've heard of it and that's all. I don't even know what it's about, but I don't want to know. 
because I do not have a console. So my thing of the week is Origins with James Andrew Miller. Do you want to guess what kind of media that is? Is it about the Bath and Body Works clone Origins? (laughs) (laughs) No, although now I kind of wish it was. (laughs) <laughs> so Origins by James Andrew Miller. He is a journalist in Hollywood. He has done a bunch of sort of histories of popular comedy shows. So he has done like a history of SNL uh, and something else that is escaping my mind right now. And he has done a podcast, an oral history of Curb Your Enthusiasm, oh, wow. which is coming back for a new season in mm-hmm. October. Um, Sam, would you care to guess how many years Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, it, how many years it has been since Curb Your Enthusiasm started? 10 years? 17. Holy... <laughs> I know, that was my reaction too. I'm like, this is still a contemporary show, right? No. Nope. 2000 was the first, first season. Wow. So this is, a, this is great. The format like, is fantastic. Like, I'm so surprised that no one's really... I've not come across like an oral history as a podcast before. Mm-hmm. Like before you... I'd see it, it'd be like a documentary on TV where you'd have a bunch of talking heads. Mm. You know, actors would be in like a Beverly Hills hotel with a crappy sofa and a view of the ocean and then like anyone technical would be in front of a mixing board wow look how big my mixing board is you know <laughs> that's the voice they make when they're in front of a mixing board <laughs> but in a in a podcast it's fantastic you can just focus on that there's no need for like elaborate setups and extra set dressing so james andrew miller goes and interviews and chats to all the major players from the inception of uh, Curb Enthusiasm through to sort of like the new characters that come on and how they did the casting and stuff like that. It's fascinating. So there's five episodes. They are all available now. Go go listen. I've been Does it actually it. have the creators of the show? Yeah, Larry David's in there. Oh, great. Jeff Garland's there. Uh, Cheryl Hines, who plays his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the, all the characters you know and love are in it. It's awesome. Amazing. Go listen. Definitely check it out. Yep, Ted Danson, one of my favorites. <laughs> Wait, Ted Danson is one of your favorites? I felt like I had to say something about Ted Danson. <laughs> is he in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Mm-hmm. He is, yep. And then maybe go go rewatch some of the old seasons and be, be prepared for October 1st. I've actually missed out a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm because when it first started, it was so cringeworthy for me. Like my Still cringeworthy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I felt like my cringe factor has definitely increased. You've been practicing. Exactly. Over the years. Right. Like I remember when The Office was cringeworthy where I'd have to pause and like stop watching. I, I definitely suffer from this too. Yeah. But it's like nothing now. I feel like people have doubled down on the cringe factor on TV shows. Right. So, <laughs> we are now stretched out in <laughs> the cringe, cringe factor. And then a quick final pick. Dugga, dugga, dugga. Dubai Friday has a Patreon. They do have an awesome poster. Which is... One of my favorite podcasts, and maybe Sam's too. It is my one of my regulars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I do is I save it up for Sunday at the gym for where I'm doing cardio, and it just makes the whole thing so much more bearable. So I save <laughs> up that Friday episode to listen to on a Sunday. And if you give $5 a month, you get the post-show edition, which is an extra 20 minutes of bonus content where they discuss, well, you have to find out, but they also talk about what the next week's challenge is going to be so you can play along at home. Oh, great. And maintain this facade of friendship, as Max Temkin called it. (laughs) Uh, A running theme here, support the things you love, because they don't do this stuff for free on their Patreon. It amused me. They were like, we don't sell mattresses and underwear to you, (laughs) which is kind of amusing snark. That's true. They don't do ad There are no ads. Yeah. Yeah, Now you notice it. And so I was like, yeah, I'm down with that. I will give you money. So there you go. Yeah. 
And that's it. That's things of the week. So for the next seven days, go play the name I'm blanking on. Yes. Inc. Egg comma Inc. Period. Tweet us any game suggestions you may have for us to play in future. Preferably not bird themed. I think <laughs> after two weeks of bird themed, we're going to be out. I'm going to be done with birds. Yeah. Which is what it says in my grinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll.